Blessed be everyone. It's a son with woke. Willingness, openness, knowledge, and empathy. Let's see if there's any fruit to bear from these fertile seeds of ideas. What's up, everybody? It's A-Son, and I'm just here to talk with Zeke, Ron, and Jonah about, you know, existential conversation. How do we perceive science, religion, and spirituality as a whole, and how does it function in in the world, and how does it function to us personally? So I hope with these exchange of perspectives that a little water may drop on your seed to spark an idea. Peace out. But like, I think um, the, I think like spirituals. I think it'd be like more natural than we make it to. Mm-hmm. Like, cause if you know, like recognize like, a lot of religions be doing similar like th- similar shit. Mm-hmm. Then like everybody be doing like worshiping or praising mm-hmm. or like anything from saying God is benevolent or like love or like. Mm-hmm. I feel like cause we we we. Is, all, it, is it recording? Yeah, I feel like it's always. I feel like the spiritual should be more natural than we make it. I feel like when you, once again, it comes down to there's a positive and there's a, a negative aspect yeah, to religion. And the, the negative is, which is the ability to control and manipulate. Yeah. And then the positive is understanding of the spiritual intake on things. Because yeah. there's a... a lot, you know, We as a people can can come together as collective and do something so crazy that we could enter new galaxies, or right. we can come together as a collective and destroy our own planet and possibly destroy others because of something we did. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So all of that is the to show like it show, to it, show how how great of a power freedom itself is. Exactly, and I feel like that's what I always always like. We have the choice to be a virus mm-hmm. to the earth, or we have the choice to be a catalyst. Mm-hmm. We can either excel its life force or we can numb and destroy its life force. And I think they're like, that's why, bro, that's why Avatar hit my ass so hard as a child. When they might, when the guru was telling Aang, he was like, bro, to see the truth, you gotta realize that it's all connected. Mm-hmm. He said, even the four nations are just like on this one big ass earth. And I'm like, Damn, I that's feel like shit. there's still a greater food chain. Like, I feel like, like, in, like from our understanding, we're at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Like, I feel like in a greater picture, we're an ant compared to certain other things, but yeah. we don't know that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's some, there. I feel like there's a being somewhere that we're like minuscule. We're a fucking you fun can, guy compared to right. you can say what that, there are. You know what I'm saying? You can say that to the earth. To the earth, honestly, like, we 70% water. We have living organisms inside of us, and we, like, absorb light and energy. The earth do the same shit. It's 70% water. It has living organisms inside of it. It takes in light and shit to, to survive. Like to us, like we may think of the earth as just like, oh, it's just our home. It's just where we live at. Well, shit, bacteria is like bacteria on your leg. It's a living, it's a yeah. living thing. Right. The bacteria on your leg is like, oh shit, it's just my home. I'm just living here. Osmosis yeah. Jones. Yeah. That shit, he might be a real ass nigga. They running around through that hole. Like, and we doing that shit on the earth. It's like but because Osmosis Osmosis Jones is like. Damn, the place I'm living in is actually a living thing that we gotta keep healthy, or we gonna die. Yeah. And that's like humans are just now feel like we 
we like we we understand that, but we haven't came to a collective understanding on that. They're like, damn, this shit is like is a living thing that we gotta like we gotta take care of this over. Like we take care of like our children, our pets and shit. It's like and that's why that's why that's why the spiritual shit for me was always been like nature shit like mother nature like and then father time is just the ability that father time to me is like that free will that because you have time you have change because you have change you have i've choice. always looked at religion more of a a sign like a, almost like a scientific experiment to explain spiritual like spiritual side of things because mm-hmm. we just don't we don't know. Like, yeah, it don't come. It ain't and, like, and, it ain't it, and the politics of it corrupts that. It yeah. makes it more than right. at the basics of what it's really trying to do is explain the spiritual side of things. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like science do that too. To to I, it, 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 it an extent. I kind of see religion as kind of it's just not explaining the spirituality of things. Moreover, religion is there to fill in the gaps of our ignorance and provide comfort. You know. Mm-hmm. So, we don't understand why the sun, you know, rises in the east and sets in the west. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if we pray to a God, it will continue to happen because if it stops happening, we're going to be kind of fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's these kind of, you know, things things we just don't understand. We fill in and we say, okay, well, this must be the power of a supernatural being. And it just well, provides comfort to us. I think that, that well, okay, I also think, like, figure it out. I think science does that to an extent, too. Because so. gravity, there's a, there's a theory of gravity. Even if we've seen gravitational waves, what is that truly? Like, because, like, is this telling us, science tells us more like cause and effect, mm-hmm. not what this really is. Because mm-hmm. when you say what it is, all we keep doing is just reducing. Like, what is, like, what is the Earth? Oh, like, planet. What's the planet? Big ass rock inside space. Like, what is it made out of? And you keep, you can keep breaking the shit down. And, like, you can learn, you can learn almost everything scientifically about something. And still not know what it is or what it's like to be that thing. But that shouldn't, you know, just because we don't know absolutely one hundred percent about something doesn't mean we should, you know, dismiss or discredit what we do know about it. True. I mean, it is called the theory of gravity for a reason. Right. People they have misconnotations about what when we say the theory of evolution, the theory of gravity, and theories of physics. For something to get the title of theory in the scientific community it has to be evaluated by thousands of people who have been tested and tested and been in the lab and they take that no. information and they test it themselves and they say I agree with your findings I performed my own research I went through your research I came to the same conclusions or conclusions with yeah. the same parameters now that's what it takes to become a theory you know yeah. when you just say hey I think this could happen that's a hypothesis when people are just spouting off different ideas they have their hypothesis they shouldn't be called theories even though they share a closer definition the titles make a difference nah I feel you but I was saying, like, cause, oh, wait, have you heard of like, pan, a pan, have you heard of like panpsychism? No. Panpsychism is the belief that all, like, the whole universe is a mind. It's like a hive mind. Not a hive mind. It's a singular mind. It's just, it's just that's that's it's like the universe is a mind, and this is how it's portrayed. This is how it's portrayed and understood. And they say that because, like, you have a mind, correct? You're a part. Where does that mind come from? I don't know. Electrical synapses in my brain. Electrical synapses, right? So if you want to go for the if you want to go that route, well, the most of the universe is consisted of electrons. 
which are the, the, the particles of the electronic information. So if my brain has electrons and that's and is exchanging this information, that's why I'm thinking, then why isn't that what what makes my thinking different from a dog? A, a cloud because clouds have electrical storms like crazy or a whole galaxy because the whole galaxy has stars and all this other like what like why it seems like if there's a mind in here from my in my body and my body came from nature wouldn't nature also have a mind i think it's an interesting theory but I think it's just, you know, a case of what if this and that, you know what I mean? I'm there curious. are some, you know, some commonalities between a lot of things, but that doesn't mean they equate to one another. I mean, no, watch what's this. our DNA percentage sharing with bananas, like something in the high 90s, but you and I clearly aren't a banana. Yeah, you know what I mean? and that, but, but that, that, that's the, I think the, the beauty or the intriguing part is like, where, like, that, where's that line between me or where's that? Where's that actual separation between being inside and outside? It's the it's the the idea of trying to explain something that seems so drastically different, but it's but, but it's, really it's, could be all in the same vein of things. Yeah, like it could be something like a greater that we just like where we're currently at can't explain it yet. Mm. But we're not okay with not attempting to explain it. It's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Like trying to figure out okay. Even though this is something that we don't have all the facts on, all the information on, I feel like science and religion both do its job in trying to explain. Strange. Because <laughs> neither one has proven itself to be exactly right. Both has its, you know, sometimes shown it to be flawed. Yeah. But in the same breath, I feel like they both kind of get us closer to having a a better understanding of okay what are we really doing here and what is our purpose i was reading this book i was reading this book called the tower of physics mm -hmm. and it was and the book is all about how some of the eastern some of the eastern spirituality or eastern mysticism actually really connects to modern physics and what a lot of physics has been saying like the physics of the physics of like have you heard of the unified field or like like string theory but but um, Michio Kaku came up with string field theory mm -hmm. that that these strings overlap and make and make a whole field of strings and webs and then when they bundle up and tighten up in certain parts certain spatial references then you start getting things like particles when these when these things keep overlapping that's when you start getting more physical reality mm -hmm. and it's like well like Eastern mysticism was saying was saying this two thousand years ago when they were saying that. The world was created through vibration, and thus, and through that vibration, like everything manifested. Mm -hmm. And it's like, is that really different than what the Bible says when it said, "God said, God said, let there be light." God spoke yeah. through a vibration, and then another vibration, which is light. That's so, like, I think you know, when you have billions of people who have lived. I mean, when Zeke brought up earlier about how many people have died before, it's almost. By 2050, something like 113 billion humans are supposed to exist on this earth. You know, I think if you have that many people coming up with trying ways to explain the earth, somebody's going to hit it relatively close to home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From a mathematical standpoint, if you get enough chimpanzees with enough pianos, one of them will randomly bang out one of Beethoven's symphonies. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, chance, odds, you now, know, things like that. Now, watch this work out. Now, and I, I agree with that. Now, but I'm going to also flip the statistics, though. Okay. Cause take the chances. What's the chance that something 
that was like, all right, so let me put it like this. What's the chances that you have DNA that resembles your mom? I like a one-to-one correlation, right? I was in 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right. Humans, we come from nature. That is our, like, so what's the percentage of chance that we theorize something that is absolutely correct to nature? I'm pretty much. I would think it's 100%. I wouldn't think so. The reason why I think so is because, like I said, you mm-hmm. came from your mom, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 100% that your DNA have some resemblance to your mom. Well, if we are a product of this whole natural system, then everything that we create from it would also be a product of that natural system. Thus, it's a it's a hundred percent. I think which is like it's like the theory of like Mother Nature is like always in control. Yeah, and or so, not not in control, but always there with us. Here's the thing. From what I gained what you said a second ago, it sounded like saying it sounded like to me like you're saying that since we come from nature, it seems like. Any theories we make about nature by nature should be true. Not true. Okay, they. Sh- I think they should or be correct. Not or- cor- true, but not correct. I think they are true, meaning they are like they are of nature and body. Like I said, nature has those errors. I think we do come up with errors, but I don't think those errors are like to like be like thrown out. I think they're to be understood and like worked through. The same way we work through shit in science. The same way we, we work through shit in So, okay, so it sounds like what you're saying is through errors we learn, which is extremely true. We learn the most, you know, when we mess up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. It's just the way you're weird. Because I know, because I, I take it to be, I take because a lot of times we like all like two plus two is five. We like, that shit is wrong as fuck. Like, that like shit is just wrong. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times like, I want to understand why you think that or understand because if you told me that and you think that then i want to understand why so i so i can help you understand why two plus two is four and help and like and if you and if you're understanding something else like people who have autism when we start to when we stop when we stop calling it just a disorder and just throwing people out when we start bringing them in we're like wow they have this actual new way of thinking that allows us to like that that can actually be very beneficial in these certain fields that we weren't thinking about before like like quantum mathematics has different numbers like they don't it doesn't you wouldn't use the norm like natural numbers like one two three four and count that in quantum you would use a different number scale but what if some what if somebody even a young person what if their brain is just naturally thinking and on that number scale and because we're not used to it we don't see that it fits for that but when we but when we open our parameters and see that almost everything we do is a part of nature we just gotta find where it best fits. Or not where it best fits, but like where is like where we can use it. It's almost like a like a math formula. Like when you're doing trigonometry, you would use a certain formula to explain yeah. certain things. And certain people certain people or they, when you're doing calculus, it's it's a certain way of figuring out right. a greater question that right. normal normal math wouldn't explain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like uh, circle, so like Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, because we we, we, we had Bill Nye came to the school and they had got Neil deGrasse Tyson on the phone and they asked him they was like how like your view about like people like people who are like religious right. and science and he was like he was like some of the best scientists I know are religious he said but they know how to balance mm-hmm. he said a lot of times their religious belief actually give them passion in science 
you know, some of the first scientists were a lot of the first scientists were like religious people were like priests and shit like that because science is science in its basic form is just asking the question why curiosity, yeah. curiosity okay why is you know so for a religious person to still be able to ask the question why even though they have a religious basis that tells yeah, them that, still being able to seek that, that you know it shows a strong mindset like it, it shows like when you like that's I, I meant that yin and yang stuff. If you can when you yin and yang the science and religion, it's almost like because to certain people, <gasps> science is like you were speaking on like the the cause and effect thing. Yeah, religion is the why. Science is the how. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And it's it kind of like explains. Okay, even though this is what I believe on a religious level, I need. I mean, I'm gonna try to figure out can science explain that for me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it, one example, one example for me is like from when I was like when I was like deep in like in the religion or just spirituality, just just the side that was like not really doing science and stuff. Is that like I really felt that like love was a real thing, like it wasn't just an emotion. I was feeling that, but then when I started studying psychology and everything, and it was like showing that like. When humans feel love, it actually it actually releases like stress on your DNA because you have like these methyl groups, and when you feel stress, they get tight around your DNA, and they lock up and they lock up certain like phenotypes and certain behaviors, and they keep you inside of a stress state of being. When you feel love, it releases these methyl groups, and you're actually able like people start to look younger, you because you have better energy flow through your body. And I was like, damn, if that I'm, I'm learning this about the actual biology that love. Mm-hmm can heal you mm-hmm. and it's like this the religion was telling me it's the love of god and i'm like and i think of god is like being nature or being omnipresent then damn if i'm feeling love i'm healing at the same time mm-hmm. and i'm like to me that's a blessing and it's like it, i look at it's like both sides are telling me the same thing but they're like it's like one is telling one is talking to the right brain one is talk to the left brain and when they both understand the same shit i better know how to move it's kind of like like for instance i think it's it's love it's loyalty, and it's it's one more thing. But it these, may it may take the hell seem new, don't it? Love, loyalty, it's one more thing. It's like when you have those three things in yeah, play, it makes <laughs> it makes your pain or whatever that time that like multiply like drastically because feeling feeling betrayed or feeling anger or feeling pain from something you love or something that you yeah. had trust in makes it exponentially worse. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, I feel that. So it's like love can enhance <coughs> enhance your life, but it also can become I, like I feel that. I'm glad you said the this catalyst thing. of everything you despise about your life. True. You know I, what I'm saying? I'm actually glad you said it because that because that too can come into like why some people end up like fearing God and having resentment. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know what I was going through at this period is because I literally had resentment for like God. But I was like, damn, if I'm experiencing this shit and you all knowing that I'm in prison, you supposed to love me, then why am I talking bad shit? Like some of the, some of the, I remember times where like going through certain shit, and as a big believer in God, it, it like come as a kid coming up, I used to be like, okay, you know, God loves me, so why am I going through? Do certain yeah. things when I, you know I'm a good person and I do, you know what I'm saying. I try to live the right way. Why am I experiencing certain things and people that I feel like, you know, had like had happiness and had peace, 
and I wasn't getting it, but you know, I was being, I was being the person I felt like God wanted me to be. Yeah. And that kind of brought about a sense of like anger. Yeah. You know, it's a sense of like wrath. Yeah. yeah, like 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 anger and just and just pissed because I couldn't understand it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, you Yeah, you okay, so, so I can really kinda identify it. Like I kinda had the same meaning. You know me, I had a religious upbringing and whatnot and then now obviously, you know, I'm not religious whatsoever to aspect. And so um for me, being raised in the church and whatnot, I kind of had that similar experience where you see like a lot of people, for me, I went through some things, but I also noticed, I was like, why do other people go through such hardship even though they have such fervent belief in the Bible and the gospel and things like that and belief in Christ and accept them to Savior, but still have such troubles. And for me, I just couldn't accept, well, that's God's plan or maybe some people just have to go through these sufferings. And for me, it's kind of like, why does that have to be an acceptable answer? Mm-hmm. You know, that's I not, that you know, anytime, time. when you're going through a hardship, you should know what that's coming from, where, why that is happening. Is it because you're in a bad financial situation? Okay, you need to know why. Is it because, you know, the yeah. economy is so bad? Is it because the parents aren't making money? Are we spending it in the wrong places? You know, things. You need to know the sources of your hardships and just signing it off to God's plan and things like that, I believe. I, I just couldn't accept that type of thing, you yeah. know, and I felt better saying to myself, no, I can identify the sources of my problems and say, okay, I can deal with this and not have to worry about some spiritual aspect or some committed yeah. to this that would get better when I can know I can solve them yeah. myself. But like, and this, I feel like, not to, not to get yeah, you off, I feel like that's where the experience changed for me is because I, I, went, I went through that same exact feeling of, Thing. Like, you know, as a as a Christian who, who feel like I, you know, I put the good fight, certain things just had to happen to me and I'm like, and I, I couldn't make sense of it. But I kind of, what kind of helped me not lose, not lose faith in, you know, like believing in God and was to just come to the conclusion that like, I guess it's the aspect of if someone corrects you and give you the endless of opportunities to make something happen, yeah, I feel like they don't necessarily owe me anything more than that. I feel like I have free will, yeah, and I feel and like that was the love, yeah, the choice. My, you know, what I'm saying, I feel like it's it, it then becomes on me to figure something out for myself. Like I never, I never looked at. God, as a at least not in recently, as the the answer to solve all of my problems. Yeah. I feel like my problems are for me to solve. Yeah. He just gave me the deck of cards. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I get with you because I I use a similar metaphor when I was going through that thought process. I was like, dang, I said God don't like. I was like, God doesn't. He doesn't give everybody and the I, same hand, right? And I, but I, He gives you one that you can win with. It's yeah. just your role. May not be yeah. on equal. That was that was that person. was really the plot of Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Hard to cards. <laughs> I still feel like is you're still resigning the responsibility ultimately to God, though. Like ultimately, still God's still giving you the. Deck I mean, of cards. but like you this is but this is the thing though. Like, this is how I took it. It was like, but I am also like it's the image of God, and I was like the same way. This, to me, it was like raising a child because it's like you that with that child, you can't. 
you can't you trying to give it a home, you trying to feed each other off, but at the same time, you can't not tell it. You can't allow you can't constrict it to the point where it's not a human being no more. You still gotta let it go outside, even though when you scared to let it go outside. You like like, oh, it disobeyed you, but that don't mean you kick it out on the first time. Like, and that's why, like, because God was like, I thought, like, the same metaphor you have with the cars. I told myself, like, wow, like, God didn't open the door for greatness to me, but there is a door here. I just have to choose whether I want to open it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's how I looked at it for, for, the, uh, for a time period. But then I had to start thinking like that, like, with the free will. And also, I realized, like, when I would work out and lift weights, I was like, damn, my arm's sore. Hey, when well, I'm getting buffed, though, and that's why I was like, okay. I said, these ain't L, these ain't, I said, the word challenge has two L's in it. Mm-hmm. It's, also, it's a challenge, like, but it's all the same time, it, like, it, I, I, t- I take a balance of putting it on God and putting it on me. Because I see it's like, we going through this shit together, shit. If I fuck up, then you hurt me. If you love me and I go through fucked up shit, that means you gotta be hurt. I was like, so, God be hurting when I be hurting. And I be like, so it's like, to me, it's almost like a just, it's almost like, I kind of look at like, like. People like purpose. A lot of people feel like they need a purpose to go. Yeah. So a lot of people find their purpose through everyday experience. You know, some people find their purpose through religion yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? But somebody, you just, you want a purpose here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, some people are okay with a a greater uh, yeah. fulfillment of purpose. And some people and are. And then some people are okay with the small yeah, just them themselves that yeah. within themselves that yeah. they can fulfill themselves with a sense of purpose. And uh-huh. depending on, I feel like, I feel like the greater your struggles are, the greater your purpose has to be. You know what I'm saying? Because if I have all of these struggles, but I have damn, I fuck with the ex. I don't have any. I don't have. I have zero purpose. What keeps me from yeah. jumping off the cliff? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like what keeps me from jumping oh. off a bridge into the ocean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to whether whether it's physical or even imaginary. Yeah, I, I have to create a purpose for myself that's greater than my obstacles and my struggles. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. So the more the more you the the, the bigger the challenge, the bigger you dream or the bigger you reach yeah. for something that make it all worthwhile. Yeah. And some for some people that's a heaven. For other people, heaven is just a utopia. That's and not some people. You know, so some people that's paying the next bill, shit. And, and for other people, it's paying the next bill or putting food on the table for somebody that's counting on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, like it, it's, it's a it's a balance of like figuring out what makes it all worthwhile for you because the human experience. In itself, it's still an experience. But yeah. do you appreciate the experience? Do you feel like can you give it? Can you can you give it some like yeah, some like some work? Because mm-hmm. it's like it's like you have it. You have it for a reason, regardless if it's like a, a human reason or if it's like a reason that's external to you. That's why, like, when I talk about enlightenment, yeah, it's not to say I don't mean enlightenment in a sense of I have the answers. Yeah, I mean enlightenment in the sense of. I pose questions 
that challenged me to understand myself and yeah. my why. So as long as you understand yourself and your why, everything else then becomes worthwhile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everything else becomes way easier to to deal with. Yeah, because you you ground you grounded. You grounded in like you ground yeah, in your purpose like fulfillment doesn't feel so out of reach. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like that I feel like what the beauty is that too is that I like so like when you ground yourself in that and like your purpose is like why are you doing this? I feel that like you get I feel like you find you get the gratification just from just having that too. Like cause that can give you so much motivation and it can like it can literally like and the fact that humans can you can honestly change your purpose. Like one time my purpose was like, man, I gotta graduate high school. And once I did that, it was like you exactly. you got that completion. Like, okay, next thing. Yeah, next thing. Now, that was a big thing for you at one point, exactly. which was graduating high school and what was my GPA gonna look like? Right. And you know, what is my ACT score gonna look like? Yeah, in the bigger picture now that we're past it, but when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, because I was getting my ass beat up. Yeah, you was like every little grade, like, right, meant something. How much advice you realize makes sense. But like that old people keep telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, God damn, I should have listened. Yeah, yeah, like high school in the long run of what you're going to do with your life don't really mean anything. It's, it's all building you for the real, like entering the real phase of life. And I think, uh, yeah, I think, and I think all that like, I think each level is a real phase of life. It's just, we, it's because o- older people know that we're going to experience something more. But when we're in that moment, that's all we're taking in. But I feel like, and that's, that's why I feel like there's, you know, like, they're always at more like it, it's amazing that we're able to change purpose because like just say if, I, if my purpose was to only graduate high school and once i graduated high school boom i just completed my purpose now purpose is again i can't have another purpose so being i feel like being able to change that allows us to grow so much and that's why i say that's why i say finding your finding your greater purpose brings you more sense of understanding and like enlightenment Mm. Because I fuck with that. It's, I'm telling you, like, it makes it makes it makes your your struggles and your triumphs and all of that like worthwhile. And I feel like it doesn't have to be some and type of carbon copy purpose that everybody yeah. feel like they have to have. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, just, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a personal appreciation for like life. Like I feel like you personally appreciate it because like my like, biggest purpose in life could possibly very well be investing all of my time and energy into building my children to be the best possible selves they have. You know, right. like like in in their life of all the variations of possibilities, I want to sow myself into them to where like they can fulfill whatever it is that, that they perceive their best self to be. Mm-hmm. They can fulfill that. And that could be like my greater purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that could be the purpose that makes everything worthwhile and makes it while I'm I'm not regretting getting out of the bed in the morning. Right. But it was um, you know, you know Descartes, the philosopher dude. Descartes, like Descartes was like, you know, he was a he was like a philosopher, but he was also like a big Christian too. You get this. <laughs> like, well, Descartes, like, he's like. He's like mom, his daughter had like all died, right? 
And so they might, he literally, he literally sat in bed, right, like, he really, yeah, they car sat in bed, like, depressed and shit, because he's like, mom, he's like, so, like, daughter and shit had, like, died. <laughs> He literally said it. What you saying? He literally sat in bed depressed and to the point where he like philosophized free will. Like he he philosophized free will, free will for himself. And at that moment, he was able to get out of bed and like basically be happy again. Mm-hmm. But like Blake, because he was the first, you know, he was a, he was a big Christian, but he was also a philosopher, so he thought a lot. So he was sitting there just like, damn, like my family just died and shit. I'm fucked up. Like, why am I going through this shit? I feel like philosophy is, is just the important of a science as uh, like a chemist or a biologist. I or, do too. Because it's the understanding of like, I feel like it's like the understanding of the mind and, the, yeah. and like the cognitive abilities of the mind and why it do what it does. And yeah, like psychology or philosophy. Philosophy does that too though. Like, philosophy oh. is more like understanding who you are yeah, but, person, and that's and that's a that's a like that's a like a that mental is, thing like, like that's but, a that's a thing that it comes from like it stems from a, a mental place and understanding why your mind feels the way that you know what I'm saying like yeah. think about certain things because philosophy philosophy like is at the root of in like if you like regardless if you study math if you go if you deep dive into math you gonna dive into philosophy if you dive into chemistry you gonna dive into philosophy. No matter what you study, it's gonna bring you back to philosophy, because it's like you gotta ask the you gotta ask the questions: what, when, how, why, for what, like, what is it like? And all of those are really just philosophical questions, like metaphysics, ethics. Like, why am I doing this? Ethics. What is this? Metaphysics. Right. How do I know this? Epistemology. That's all um, like philosophy. I agree with that. Hey, Um, but yeah, cause like that's why that's why that's why I got my degree. That's why I got them degrees in psychology and philosophy. Cause I really, cause it was like more than you, you got a degree in philosophy and psychology. Yeah. yeah. Did you like? Did you disagree with with any of that? I wasn't paying attention. But yeah, it's just like it's like the I don't know. It was like it's the exploration of just like thoughts to me. Yeah. Like it, it's like your. It takes your mind and your thoughts on a journey and just and tries to come with the, the best type of like insight on on why like certain things transpired, you know, what I'm like saying? with the human mind. Yeah, so. philosophy made my grade in math go way up because I took logic and I was like, damn, when I took logic and I understood that like things work in this order, if this, then this, then this, like. If like I, Socrates, um, all men are mortal. Socrates is the man. Then Socrates has to be mortal. That made me understand math way better than looking at numbers, because then I saw numbers as what they truly were was identities. A number is just an identity, really. Like because you like this is a mic, one mic, and it's one mic because you know of many different mics, like all the way up to like nearly infinity. And so philosophy helped me understand that like basically if I have this one concept and what and I make a and I make a rule for the next concept that I have, yeah. I can find out what the next what the next thing is gonna be. I feel like that and, and that's a good point because with numbers I feel like the greatest 
one of the greatest achievements of our like of our species is the the understanding of infinity. And we we really don't, we don't even have it all figured out. We Bro. but just what we do know about infinity, that's some real like it like it opened a whole new realm of ideas, thoughts, yeah. different you know, different concepts, different Things that we can challenge ourselves right. with to know more. Like this philosophy, this philosopher, bro. Actually, like wow. you seen, um, you seen um, the Fault in Our Stars. Uh-uh. That was the first time I, I watched that movie years ago. You know who John Green is? Uh-huh. Okay, he has a brother named Hank Green. They both do like science and like political, yeah, political and just science videos yeah. stuff all the time, and. It was about like this girl who was like a cancer patient and she was okay. dating this other yeah, guy who had like yeah, like he was like really sick too. They both were like teens. Yeah. But it was the first time I heard like of the idea of there's an infinite amount of infinities. And just talking about how like Yeah from you know when you was a kid you used to think about infinity as the biggest number. Yeah. Like somebody say, No, well, there's I some got in, ten trillion dollars. You know, like, and it's, you would just think of like, yeah, it's like, okay, well, Boom, you just jump to infinity. But it's like there's an, an infinite amount of numbers between one and two. Yeah. I don't even have to get all the way up to exactly. the, you know what I'm saying? Like I can go one point one, one you know, point so one. I can just continue to increase the decimal and add numbers. Yeah. For an endless amount of time. And that's it's crazy you mentioned it because I was that's honestly what I was my next point was. But it was from philosophy point and of view. And that and that's why like math is so great because that can it even though even though that so sounds so extreme, it can help us understand things that are too small for us to understand yeah. or too big for us to understand. But still, we even can, with it, there's certain things. We can things, put parameters on it. Yeah, we can put parameters on it, but there's certain things that may just be too like small and too huge for this scale and system to understand, which is yeah. what which is why infinity is the only thing that can somewhat explain. It. Yeah. I feel that. Um, like this philosopher, his name was um Leibniz. Leibniz actually founded how to make calculus, and but Newton was a like if Leibniz was a pure philosopher, but Newton, Sir Isaac Newton, put his philosophy into numbers, and that gave rise to calculus, which we use calculus to make roads. We use calculus to do a lot of shit. Um, but it shows like different like is a philosopher and he as a philosopher he was telling he was telling Newton he was telling Newton he said bro your math he said your math is wrong and Sir Isaac Newton was like bro how are you as a philosopher telling me that my math is wrong he said he was like he like you don't me-, he said you don't measure infinities right he was like how do you know this he said I just thought about it he said if you he said if you keep breaking something in half he said how he said how how much can you break something in half and he was like infinite amount of times he said so and I can double something an infinite amount of times. He said, so he was like, that's exactly what you said. He said, so there are more numbers in between. The numbers in between one and two are infinite, but the numbers in between one and a thousand are infinitely infinite. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's literally what he said. Which is why certain infinite, like certain infinites are bigger than others. And, that and how that's, we got, that's how we got limits. That's such an absurd, like a, that's such an absurd thought to have because you think of infinity as just being endless, big, like the biggest. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, there may be tangible things that have infinite 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like for instance, space. Like, we're always searching for a beginning and an end. But it's, yeah. And it, it may be one. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not sure. Like, it may be 36 trillion light years away. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or it could just be an infinite Right. Never ending or forever growing type of thing. Right. And we could never and, understand it. And I really I think it's actually beautiful that it's infinite because if it was not infinite, then at some point all of this shit would stop. And that may not be like for the people who have already died or like people who are like that may not be scary to them like, well, yeah, I'm about to leave life. But wouldn't wouldn't you always in life for something to at least have the chance of experiencing life? But see, that doesn't that don't really bother me for the simple fact of everything as far as what we truly like understand and know and see around us comes to an end anyway. Yeah, true. we're all gonna come to an end. We all have inspiration that you know the food we eat comes gonna come. Like even the the trees, the like everything, our whole planet at some point or another. Will cease to exist. Yeah, I am okay with that. Now, you know that, what I'm saying. That, like, even in that moment, it, it like it makes me think. Then, like, then where did it come from? Because it's like, because even I think, like, what if we had? What if Big Bang? What if Big Bang just go off and on all the time? And yes, and there's there's the idea and the concept that you know maybe there wasn't a beginning. Like maybe there, it maybe it just always was. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, because there it could have been a beginning. But what if that beginning was just the end to another beginning? Yeah. Exactly. Like maybe what if that beginning goes, was just like a it was the a end, chain reaction. It was the end of a infinite universe that just sparked the beginning because, of a now because new, you know, how, you know you what I'm saying? No, exactly. Because you know how you somehow you have small like little infinities and big infinities? You're right. What if our universe is infinite but it's still smaller? In a bigger infinite universe that contains our universe, like so, our universe can go. Our universe can go through just like, just say it went through twelve big bangs. So it went like big bang, then came back together, big bang again, and it just kept doing that. And we only experience a small portion of that shit, but it's doing all this shit, and that's and it's doing all that inside of another set. But um, but also it's like, I think that it's. It's just to me. I, to me, I think this shit cool. I just think it's cool that like about the thought of like, the first time I came, I thought about infinity is when I went into the bathroom when I had like one of them little mirrors and I put the mirror in front of the other mirror and it made that like that infinite look like reflection. I was like, damn! I thought I found something. I thought I literally found something amazing. I feel like the day we can explain infinity is the day we can explain God. I can see where you need to be. But I think if I don't feel basically. like we ever will be able to explain infinity, at least not in our lifetime. So the it. only way we would personally be able to explain God would be through Bro, death. I actually want boy. I want you to like. I, I actually like. Hold on, I'm gonna actually pause this shit because this is what we got to get. So that was just our little conversation. Wasn't really that orderly or that planned out. You know, we was just trying to go with the flow and see what there was to talk about. I know we kind of like digressed off of the little topics about religion and science near the end. But, you know, it was all in good vibe. I hope there were some ideas and perspectives y'all could gain from that. But, you know, that's what it is here. It's woke shit, I guess. 
I hope y'all stay up, stay woke. <laughs>